Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay, and today, dinner with Harry Reid. If this recording sounds like it's recorded in a hotel room, that's because it's recorded in a hotel room. This is actually a special Short Funk recording, recorded on location in Las Vegas, Nevada. This evening, my wife and I went out for dinner. We picked a restaurant, perfectly at random. We went, sat down, began looking through the menu and working out what we were going to order. At some point, my wife acknowledged that there was an alarming number of secret service agents in the restaurant. I thought, well, that's a rather strange observation. I mean, what makes someone look like a Secret Service agent? And then I turned my eyes and realised that there were a group of people that were very clearly Secret Service agents. One could tell by the little things dangling from their ears, also their general demeanour, the fact that when we cast eyes on them, they immediately responded with kind of visual glances of concern. It was very curious. Following the arrival of the Secret Service agents, we began to wonder who, in fact, was going to be dining in our presence. Who would require... Four Secret Service agents. And then our gazes moved towards an elderly gentleman, two elderly women, and another gentleman whose face we couldn't see. We realised that the elderly gentleman was in fact the Senator for Nevada, Harry Reid. When I think about my time in Nevada, I reflect on two things associated with the political discussion in this particular state. The first was that while Nevada had a very powerful senator, who in fact was the leader of the Senate, for a good portion of time. The financial crisis in Nevada and the complete depravity that came from 2007 on was, in fact, not in any way represented by Harry Reid. The other curious thing that occurred, associated with Mr. Reid, related to the election, the somewhat challenging election I think probably in 2010, I don't think it was 2008, I think it was 2010, where a supposed Tea Party candidate was offered as the Republican opposition against Harry Reid. Now, this is following a substantial amount of time of clear cronyism and corruption through Reid's senatorial existence. He's a man who entered politics with less than a million dollars to his name, And over the period of time he was in political office, which I think is really very suspicious and worthy of just general investigation. A lot of the investigations you find associated with Harry Reid's wealth come through kind of, you know, right-wing target sites. But I think in general, as a reasonable-minded person, looking at the speed and the volume of wealth that Harry Reid was able to cultivate while he was in the Senate should just be a point of concern. His lack of action associated with the financial crisis and its effect on the state of Nevada would mean, ultimately, in normal circumstances, there would be no chance that this gentleman would be re-elected in 2010. But surprisingly, this Tea Party candidate, who couldn't hold sentences together and was completely incoherent in political debates, was floated as the opponent of choice. And my experience through this was that this indicated serious institutional corruption and the fact that the two-party system in the US is in fact just one party funded by the same entities. And the fact that this person was put up as a candidate against Harry Reid, almost anyone could have been a better candidate against Harry Reid, seemed to indicate that the moneyed interests in Nevada were willing to put up a, I think the term is stool pigeon, rather than actually putting up a candidate that would defeat Harry Reid. To have dinner in this man's presence was a very curious thing. It raised a number of ethical questions, like, 
in normal circumstances, one would be able to have an interaction with an individual. But for our four Secret Service people, clearly guarding this man, and he was kind of off in a corner of the restaurant. We were relatively close to him, probably within about 16 feet. But the Secret Service people were in between us and Harry Reid. And as the meal went on, I realized that every glance that I cast in that general direction was meted by glances of hostility. On maybe two or three occasions, Harry Reid himself kind of stared back at us. And I thought, this guy is in a relatively high-end restaurant with clearly some business chum of his and the respective spouses. And I thought this is just indicative of the strange kind of corruption that haunts American politics. I then reflected on my own experience here, associated with buying a property at a point of inflection, associated with the housing market, and my ability to get out and work outside of Nevada and come back and actually have a meal in the same restaurant that Harry Reid was eating in. He was clearly slumming it, but let's just move on from that. I wonder what purpose folks such as Harry Reid serve in the future, aside from indicating very strongly clear problems in the political process. I have a number of friends that are fanatical Democrats, and characters like Harry Reid, who seem to be straight from the pages of corruption and ire, are still respected members of the Democratic Party. I've drawn a view, which I've presented here frequently, that we should completely disregard the contemporary political system. And certainly in the presence of this elderly gentleman who's now partially blinded, I thought to myself, this is a mafia don. This is a man who has protection, which we are ultimately paying for, and he sits here having a meal with his business buddy, completely at odds with the people of Nevada and ultimately a political process that should enable people to get this individual out of office. Yet mysteriously, these strange circumstances continue to keep him in place. In Canberra, Australia, where I come from, when we encounter politicians like this, the general public has the ability to hurl abuse at them. And I think actually that's very cathartic. It enables the general public to actually make representations that these people are not representing them in any way, shape or form. Secret service agents, clearly armed, clearly skilled in martial arts, eliminate some of this interaction that would normally be allowed to happen. Tom Barbelay in Las Vegas, Nevada, signing out.